Hey everyone, Jessica here. Today on the podcast, I have Lily from thepriestesslily.com and we're going to talk about energetic healing and all things related to any kind of energetic medicine of any sort. So I'm super excited about that. Eating healthy, living healthy, being healthy. This is the Holistic Keto Goddess Podcast. A podcast focused on holistic wellness and teaching you about incorporating the keto diet and lifestyle changes to achieve an energetic balance. Teaching you how to live now so you don't struggle to live later. And now, your host, Jessica Ankaya. I'd like to first get started with asking her how she got into this. Like what was her inspiration to become a healer? So that's my first question that I want to delve into and then we'll take it from there. <laughs> oh, well, Jessica, thank you for inviting me onto your podcast firstly oh, and you know, deeply honored. Yes. That question's a big question for me. I initially knew at a very young age that I was different and had a different gift and could communicate with um, different realms. And obviously, as I'm from New Zealand and grew up in a little country town, I soon learned at a very young age how to block that and not share that. It wasn't until my, there were so many awakening moments throughout my you know, years walking this planet, but it wasn't until the lockdown, New Zealand's first lockdown two years ago. Yes. That I very much was called to live more aligned with my whole self and not the parts that just needed to fit into society, my whole self. I was at that stage just finishing a 18 initiation into a priestess temple school still living and breathing my catering company because I had a catering company which I still do have called Miss Lilies and I wasn't really showing up in my spiritual bodies in any element of my life it was all done privately behind closed doors secret conversations and then obviously lockdown happened and, you know, it became very quickly that the world was changing and, and I'd already been spirited or any guided me and told me that the world was changing. And my catering company was basically born out of doing weddings and weddings were just being canceled. And the first day of lockdown, I'd, I had 15 staff that worked for me part-time the first day of lockdown I came into my um, healing room and I cried I felt like the biggest failure it was a very much dark night of the soul 24 hours and I said to my guides to my um, goddess guiding goddesses okay I'm done I surrender whatever I'm meant to do or however I'm meant to be in this world I will just simply show up just guide me and that was pretty much that was pretty much the realm of me stepping out and owning my gift in more authentically more holy and um sharing my medicine with the world it was a real journey over that first year of um New Zealand you know us in lockdown um it was the first because obviously our borders are only opening now. So it was really, it was really deep for me. Mm. I had to obviously fire a lot of, you know, tell a lot of staff that there was no longer going to be a job for them. Um, and then I had to really emerge myself into owning my gift. And, you know, two years on, six months into it, I was already booked out. Um, now I have a radio show, co-authored two books, like it was uh, this last two years has just been this massive like expansion of for the first time in my life I have never ever felt so embodied and whole as me that's beautiful I love that mm. yeah mm. yeah that's that's kind of what brought me to energetic work you know shamanic work is the same thing is is the COVID and the the um you know the restrictions and 
it just it allowed me to find my inner self. So I, I love that when you say that, because I can relate to that. Um, when, when you talk about priestess school, is that similar to shamanic? What is it, it over here? Like what, what, t- tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I ended up doing, uh, um, belonging to a priestess temple school with 18 other women throughout the world. And it was an 18 month initiation to really embody um, the word priestess, more of yourself, more of your gifts, like a real deeper, deeper journey of an open, you know, of an opening. And for me, that was really the first time that I had been around um, other women, you know, on because it was all done online, other women that had, you know, same similar experiences, thoughts as me, um, same way of working. So it was the first time that I felt accepted into a group space of women, plus going on the journey of learning about, you know, the cycles and nature and more of my gift and just feeling like I wasn't, I felt so safe to explore my inner gift, share my medicine, that then that gave me an opportunity to then feel comfortable to then share that with other people and seek out other people. And so for me, it was really um, a massive initiation into really embodying all the parts of myself that have been told for so long that were wrong by society or the system or, um, or you know, not knowing because I was all of a sudden surrounded and surrounded by this the same energy, the same people as me, the same people that, you know, felt energy, um, had unexplainable gifts that couldn't be you know that you can't sit there and have a conversation with your girlfriend about you know to some degree so it was the first time that I really it was felt safe in a container to really explore deeper yes Mm. yeah and when you find those types of people that you can relate to that you're on the same vibration it's just it's 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 a just a it just changes you and you just want to seek those type of people and we wish that we could get everybody to that level but um I I understand it's that feeling of that it's a great feeling (laughs) yeah yeah and for me that gave me the confidence for something that I felt you know grew up in a small country town that you know I felt like I can't say that I could see spirit I can't have the conversations about people's energy and what sits on their heart and you know like I very much and I was a trauma counselor for many years so I very much kind of um learned how to bring that part of myself into the conversation or have a but never really fully own my gift never really fully embody me and so in that sacred container and space it gave me an opportunity just to really say whatever I felt or be really open and honest with what I was seeing or feeling or um, all my visions, which I never ever had that sacred space to actually explore that. I mean, I'm really fortunate that my husband, um, you know, as much as he doesn't get me, he does listen to me. And Mm -hmm. it's, you know, this has been for him as much as a journey as it's been for me, it's been a massive journey for him massive journey of him really you know when he said oh my god my wife's turned from a full-on from a caterer now to a medium sacred heart healer um (laughs) like how the hell do I tell people that Lily and I'm just like you just tell people like not you don't have to be ashamed like that's that's me and it's that's been a real growth for us as a family as a whole yeah oh yeah and Mm. it's 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 hard because you know you see a lot of your a lot of your family members or friends don't believe it and they don't see or hear what's on the other in the non-ordinary realms like we do and so it comes a matter of using your throat chakra you just express yourself you're like you know what I'm just going to you get to the point where you're just like, I'm just going to express what I, what I want to say. I don't care what this person says. And I got it. This is what I'm called to do. 
And this is what spirit wants me to do. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And we just have to, you're right. It's, it's, there's, yeah, people just, there's so many people that don't believe and it's, it's very frustrating, but I think more and more people are opening up. It seems yeah. to it I, nowadays. Yeah. So much. Um, oh, there's so much I want to say to that. You know, for me very much, it was, um, I know that, you know, for so long, I didn't know what my purpose was. I know that I'm, I'm, I'm an activator. I know that I'm here to activate healing and people and change um, and allowing them to see parts of themselves that, that they haven't wanted to see and give them permission for that. I'm here to also, that's the part that needs to heal for humanity, for us to grow um, into the collective energy that we need to, to live safe here on mother earth and in harmony. And I also know that like, when you talk, uh, you know, about people not wanting to see, I think through COVID and through this activation process of what COVID is, because I've always said COVID-19 was a soft opening to so much more that we need to explore um, as individuals, but also as a collective um, here living on Mother Earth. You know, I've never felt so right for this time right now. Yeah. I've never felt so right that my medicine, my offerings to the world, the world is the world, the collective humanity is now ready. Yes. And even so vibrationally, some people might not be as the consciousness keeps shifting around them because energy is consciousness. And our consciousness keeps rising to a higher vibration and a higher um, knowing and depth. And we become more in tuned with our cyclic natures, but also the cyclic natures of Mother Earth. What will happen is others that might not believe now will be a force, will, you know, start to awaken or be forced to awaken because the consciousness of the planet, of us as people, is rising to such a higher vibration now like we are shifting right now here on mother earth and in our collective energy um, systems paradigms timelines are shifting so dramatically so quickly that um, we need to shift too we actually need to shift because in order for us to keep living in harmony on mother earth something needs to change and that change starts with us it does. Yeah, mm. it does. Now you're talking about shifting. What is your take on Ascension? Do you feel like we're, cause I feel like, you know, mm. we're slowly getting into, <laughs> we're slowly, <laughs> we're slowly getting to Ascension, but I feel like there's going to be something that happens with the spirits too. That's going to open up. And some of the things that I've gotten in my journeys, Anyway, what is your take? What let let, let me let me hear Ooh. you. <laughs> oh, I've got like the goosebumps. I've got all the feels as you speak that. And um, what do I think? Oh. I think multiple things actually. I don't think one thing is going to be I think multiple things. I think Mother Earth is really calling us um she is cleansing. She is really calling us to start to think of life, to think how we live on her and our footprint differently. I totally believe that. I totally believe that um, Mother Earth knows what she needs to regenerate, to you know, to recalibrate, to renew, and that that is the cycle of what's happening right now. And in order for us to live in harmony on her, we actually now are being called to make the changes. And I think some people are making the changes really easily and some people aren't. I think this year is all about us simplifying our life, downsizing our life as a whole. And I think that some of the learning that we, you know, COVID was that activation point for some of the learning to for us to start to reevaluate life, to realign our life, to change the things that no longer serve us. Our ascension process and spirit. Oh, so much deliciousness in that. Um, I feel 
and I know that many people are having an awakening to a higher consciousness of realms right now yes on earth absolutely I feel that there will become a part that spirit the realms outside of us the cosmos the angels the goddesses energy um light beings um um frequencies vibrational medicine like all of that stuff <laughs> is just going to slowly become part of our lives and integrate yeah. integrate in harmony because I, as I, our consciousness rises as our consciousness and the collective rises it's easier for us to meet their frequency. It's easier for us to mm. feel and see their vibration. And, you know, simple thing. Two years ago, people would be like, Lily, what the hell is this energy stuff you talk about? Like, what the hell? I don't understand what you're even on about. And I'd go, you know what? If you didn't have an understanding of some form of energy two years ago in the first lockdown, you must at least now. You must know now. Energy right now, you just need to line up at the supermarket for 10 minutes with a mask on and you can feel the other people's energy around you and then have an understanding of how interconnected we are. If we just go from that, that space there to what we thought two years ago, that is just that is us consciously becoming aware that why wouldn't there be other realms? If we're interconnected with each other and we can feel each other's um, anger or frustration or just standing at the supermarket just as an example why wouldn't we be connected with other realms out there that's right and we perceive i think it's less than um was it 0.01 percent i'm a very small percentage that we perceive but that's when we're just here in ordinary reality but when we journey we and we get into meditation it's mm -hmm. like the just the portals just open. It's just like a flip for me. And I, I'm sure you too, it's like a floodgate, mm -hmm. lots of just different. Um, so yeah, you're right. They're coming into contact with us as we raise our consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like it's going to be like Lemuria, like, you know, here about Lemuria and, and you know, how they had the contacts with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, I with totally the, agree. You know, yeah yeah it's, you know uh, sorry you go no you go ahead I'm, it's just so exciting because it's such a great time to be alive and um you know I I do I, I feel exactly like you do it's just we're going to keep mm -hmm. ascending to kind of meet with these beings and something's going to happen that's going to just open up the floodgates and um you know, just ascension is just going to, it's just going to explode. I, I don't know how that's going to happen, but we'll see. <laughs> but right now we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And fascinating right now, like, you know, when I think of myself as a child, it, it, I was quite comfortable working with um, seeing spirit, seeing people, you know, people that had passed over that was quite comfortable for me seeing my granddad sit on sitting on the chair and telling everyone not for him no you can't sit there Oppie's sitting there um <laughs> and no everyone looking at me like what the hell is she on about that was normal that was comfortable for me working with angels that was normal that was comfortable for me you know Obviously, when I started my priestess um, initiation, you know, then it was goddesses, um, that goddesses, the energy that started to come through. Now it's light beings. Now it's light beings. It's intergalactic um, vibrations. It's, it's vibrational healing. It's vibrational medicine. I probably don't talk about that so openly because I think people are just still thinking, just consciously becoming aware of angel energy. And so, but... You know, for me and another girlfriend of mine who we do a lot of healing and workshops together, um, when I just surrender and just allow myself to be and don't think about the what, how, when, who, holy shit, did that really happen? energy and people's healings or in my own meditations or oh my god why is the floor not there now what is going on and like realms opening up over my head and I'm just like 
you know, if, if, if I spoke about some of that stuff, I'd probably be locked up in, in, in a mental institution. Um, but I know it's real. It, it is. Every part of my body vibrates. And what I have learned through my journey to here, when my body gives me feedback and like real deep feedback, it's, um, you know, because my body is part of the vibration of the temple of the channel. I can't ignore that. No. Yeah, you can't. You can't ignore it. And, and that's exactly it. Or when you get validation, like for an example, I did a journey on someone last week and I didn't know his profession. I had no idea what he did for a living. I didn't want to ask because I wanted to find out from spirit. And sure enough, I journeyed on him and um, I did a soul retrieval and I found out spirit showed me that he was a construction worker. He built home, he built homes and he was head of a company. And not only that, he was, that was his past life. He was, did that for a castle. So I told him that he was like, how did you know? <laughs> I said, I just knew, I just knew spirit will show us every time they come through for us and they give us uh, validation. And that, that is where we know that it's not our imagination. This is real. Mm-hmm. And they're here looking after us every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. I totally, 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 totally. And I totally believe with every bone, breath in my body, Sal, that there will become a point. There will become an absolute point in our lives here on Mother Earth that light beings will become known to us Mm. in a form. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's in my physical lifetime, but I do believe that. And I do believe that they are absolutely here right now um, trying to assist humanity and it's it's trying to assist humanity, trying to assist us here in Mother Earth. I absolutely, utterly believe that wholeheartedly because I look at when they come into um, you know my dream state um, meditations readings healing work and they're really wanting us to heal for for humanity for heal to heal so we don't end up destroying civilization right right yeah they've come to me and um, I've had some pretty amazing journeys um, with spirits and, you know, giving instruction on ascension and different things that, that they're going to want. And I've even been told a place, um, there's a, there's a, a, a landmark that I was given in the United States in my journey, I was given a street name and sure enough, of, of where they would want a structure built. And sure enough, I, I validated it was an actual street name and in this in a state in the, in the United States. So there's something big coming. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know when, but I, I, I know we'll, you know, and we'll all be a part of it. And who, I mean, who knows when though, like you said, it could be our lifetime or who knows. <laughs> and- you know what like we have been talking light workers mediums shamans wisdom keepers whatever you want to whatever you sits in your realm they have been talking about this for years yeah i've been talking about the shift in the planet for years the reality is it's actually on us now it's on we're actually in it we're We're actually you know birthing into it we're birthing into this new age where i believe and i know so heartedly everything needs to crumble we if we were a tower if we were a tarot deck we're in the crumbling everything around us is crumbling down in order for it to be built aligned with humanity as a whole what we are birthed into depends on us as hu- depends on us as human beings 
that that this is this is the time right now for us to do our work. This is the time right now for we can't shy away from conversations that trigger us. We actually need to start to become more and more curious, more and more curious about the bigger picture. And in order for us to become a we, a we for humanity, a, a we being united, we have to lose, we have to start to heal the me. That's right. And so this is where right now, you know, we're being really called. Oh, I'm, I'm just getting lots of tingles. Um, we're being really called to do our inner work. We're being really called to do our inner work and hold compassion in our heart. Like we've never held compassion before. Well, for the last, um, you know, all our lives, we've lived in our lower base chakras. That's we're right. being like, you know our root chakra, our sacral and our solar plexus, we've lived in these three chakras. We're being asked now to be birthed into our heart chakras, throat and, you know, third eye, live in our top four chakras where this is the, this is, this is why so many people are in struggle, um, in pain right now, because we're actually learning a new way of living that's right yeah mm. yeah it's a learning curve and um and we just have to there's a lot of us that are going with it but there's some of us that are going you know that aren't and so the ones those of us that are we're the ones I mean that's that's who's going to send and then you know and I don't want to be stuck here in 3d I'll I, I, <laughs> I mean, Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. And you know, I find that a lot of my clients are, you know, um dancing between 3D and 5D. They haven't really got it completely like um um, you know, they haven't really transitioned through, or there's some fear around leaving this behind, or there's some yeah. fear around. And what I know to be true. And I absolutely know this, when you hold space so deeply for someone else around you, like my loved ones, I know that, you know, I've so know this for the last two years, I've had to deeply hold space for my husband and know that I'm not the person to activate him to move and see the world the same as me. So I've had to deeply trust that he will be guided through when it's time um, for him to, for him to vibrationally shift and you know at times in my marriage that has been deeply challenging yeah but you yeah. know that has been deeply challenging deeply confronting where I have prayed and I have said to my spirit guides um can you just help him wake up like can we just make this faster guys but it's his process that's right yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. so fortunate now that we're on the same page and we're vibrating now at the same vibration. And, you know, he doesn't get everything that I have to say, but he understands it. And I know that when I consciously shift again, that gap will be there again and it will be hard. But I do so hardly know in my heart that he will shift with me. It might be not at the same right time, but, and it might take a, you know, three or six months later, but he will. And I will hold that space for him to move through. And I think that's our learning right now um, in our own relationships and our own um, relationships with our loved ones and with our friends. We are all right now needing to hold space for those around us that may not see what we see and lovingly have compassion and have compassion in our hearts like we've never had it before. And you know, rather than be triggered in anger or pain or, um, you know, why aren't they seeing what I see? It's actually having compassion at realizing that maybe it's not their time right now or when they do or becoming curious with, with why people are behaving or acting or doing things differently or see the world differently to you. And I think that's the really important thing because right now, more than ever, we are living in two parallel mm. timelines and parallel worlds. That's and right. Thing of consciousness. I mean, I don't, you're in America. It's really quite, I, I can see it with you guys really easily. And here in New Zealand, 
oh my God, we can totally see it. Um, we're shifting into two parallel conscious, two parallel consciousness. Yes. It doesn't make anyone right. Doesn't make anyone wrong. It's about having a different conversation and becoming more curious. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're right. We have to be patient for those that are not there yet. And, you know, I have some family members, friends that aren't there yet. And it's just, okay, well, let's just love them. Let's be compassionate. We have to have compassion. That's what the spirits want us to have. Mm. Send them light and love in order to get them to that vibration. And so that's, that was a great statement that you made there. So mm. <laughs> is it easy? Shit. No, I go every day. Why the hell did I sign up? Why the hell did I sign up to come back, he back, back here in this time? But I know I signed up because it's part of my soul. All of my past lives have been for this and this process right now, this initiation right now, this deeper calling right now. And then, you know, for me, very much, I have a six-year-old son and he's completely a medium. He's here to, he's here. I'm here to dismantle the hell out of everything for him. He's here to rebuild it. So it lives in whole and harmony for his generation. And yeah. so that's why I consistently challenge myself, take brave action, take courage, ask call for people to act deeper, honor themselves more deeply because it's not, it's for them and their journey, but it's also for our children. Our children need us to. Yes, that's right. They do. They do. And that, that, that's, that's my, you know, I tell my two sons, I said, well, talk to your power animal. Let's, let's ask your power animal. And, um, you know, <clears throat> the other day, my son was at the dinner table and he did a little, he just closed his eyes. He's seven. And my other mm -hmm. one, eight. And he just closed his eyes and he envisioned his, he said, he saw his power animal, which is a zebra. And, um, mm -hmm. and he just, he did a little journey and they, they, those, and children, they are so porous and, mm -hmm. and so open to the other realities. And so that just, I mean, for him to just do a journey, it was like so quick. Like for me, I have, I, you know, I get into meditation, I get the drum going, but with him, he just closed his eyes and he said he saw his zebra and his zebra had a little blue light by his hoof. And, and he told him, you know, cause my son had asked a question and he told him the answer and, <laughs> and the, it just was so easy. So children are, and, and there are generation, there are descendants and they're going to, you know, provide the path too for Ascension. So it's so good that you involve your son too. That's, that's mm -hmm. what I do with mine. Yeah. So my son's seven years old. <clears throat> I've known very quickly that he is uh he has his own gift and it's been challenging to to at times to see him navigate that and so I needed to upset I needed to up school as a mum and and talk to my guides about how I can support him and his his journey and the one thing I know to be true is that our children that that are birthed now and that are being birthed and, and that are birthed right now into this world they are here for so much more oh they are here for so much more yeah, I say to my son what are you going to be when you grow up and he goes I'm going to be like you a healer mum." and I'm like oh. oh no you're going to be more powerful than me because you've embodied your gift a hell of a Excuse lot me, chills. yeah yeah because you've embodied your gift a hell of a lot earlier than me that the reality is the frequencies and vibrations that you're going to bring into this world mm. will be beyond what I can probably channel at mm. the moment. Can you imagine by that time when they're, because your son's about this age of my sons and by the time they're that, that age, I mean, and, and uh, 10 years, even 10 years from now, by the mm. time they're, you know, almost grown, you know, almost 18 and it's, mm. it's, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And like we very much, I'm really open with our school. Um, Thomas talks about angels at school. We talk about vibration. We talk about clearing energy. Um, he and I'm probably, you know, very, very challenging for um, this 
the way that I live my life and what I teach my son and how I openly have those conversations so he freely can have them with his peers or within the school classroom. Um, I know that he's probably very challenging for some of those children and teachers around him. But at the same time, I'm not here to fit in a system, neither is he. Right, right. We're not here to be in a system. Yeah. We, no, we're not, as human beings, we're actually not designed to be in a system. No, 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 we're not. And, and I see it and like, and I don't know how you feel, but do you see the school systems changing where it incorporates all that? Like, like, like how it was in Lemuria where, you know, you, you talk to the light beings or you had the mother, mm-hmm. the, the mothers come down and half of them were Pleiadians, <laughs> the mother Pleiadians. And they mm-hmm. taught all the students. I see that. I know it's it's amazing. I, I yeah, I do see that we are going to have you know um, mindfulness, um, meditation, mm-hmm. um, you know, different realms of um, education. Definitely is going to change mm-hmm. because it's not serving us. No. It's actually not serving us. And, um, you know, over here in New Zealand, mental health is at an all-time high. The epidemic here right now is mental health. Yeah. And the reality is if we just taught this one skill of like meditation or mindfulness or journaling or connecting to your feelings from the age of five, how much more healthier we would be as people. Oh, yeah. So much healthier. Yeah, and I do, I totally see that we are moving into, and this is what I feel, as much as there's a place right now, you know, in our society for, um, oh, I can't believe we're going to talk about this, but I'm going there, Um, medical, medical model and pharmaceutical companies, we're also becoming very more and more dependent on them. Oh, yeah. And um, I do believe that people right now are seeking alternative um, therapies and herbalists and where we are and we are cycling back to more organic and natural um, wisdom of what our soul needs not what we have been taught and told to go to yeah and that is where I think the part of moving into 3d to 5d um, um, extension is that's also a part of it because I feel like we have given away so much responsibility of ourselves as a whole and I really feel that we're being called back to being more sovereign yes I do too we're being called back to be more sovereign within ourselves and where we have handed over so much responsibility to the system to um, institutions so much of ourselves that that's where right now the breaking the crumbling is happening because it's no longer aligned it's no longer aligned with this 5d energy it's no longer aligned with where we've all been taught you have to fit in the square box well actually we're all unique and and we but we're all unique within ourselves right right yeah i completely agree um things are gonna have to be um brought down what what's through this 3d world as we ascend into 5d and more herbalist and more shaman you know healers um shamanic energetic healers like um yourself and i as as these people start to see that that's going to be our healing and what about even med beds once those come about the med beds i mean can you imagine so we we are going <laughs> I know it's it's amazing we have to fasten our seatbelts um you know because it's just it's about to change and I feel the change the shift is very very real and um I mean right now times are a bit a bit unsteady but um we'll get there so and you um, know this is part of evolution yeah this is part of evolution this is um you know, when I think of the different realms and different worlds that are, were, was, you know, that came before us, Atlantis, um, mm. Aryan, um, <laughs> um, 
the Egyptian temple, you know, Egyptian times, everything like that. We have um, the burning of the witches. They've all been, civilization has always got to the point that it is awakened beyond the consciousness, beyond the current model, beyond the current system. And then it's been destroyed. Yeah. Because of power and control. Yes. And, um, you know, we're, we're here to do it differently this time. We're here to really do it differently. We're here, we're not only being supported by Mother Earth, we're actually being supported by outer realms. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's Is right. It's all going to be squeaky clean and it's all just going to be like we all sing Kumbaya and it all just works its way through? Absolutely not. Right. But I do believe that we can no longer live in the current model and the current system and you're you're really starting to see that um you know you're really starting to see that just in my hometown homelessness um housing crisis mental health crisis what's happening with russia and bloody ukraine like everything is just you know covid everything everything the world the world energy is in crisis right now and we, we wouldn't be at this point if we hadn't have done our work. Mm-hmm. End of. We wouldn't be having half the conversations that we're having and fighting with people if we'd actually done our work, if we'd actually stepped up and done our work e- earlier. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from all of this. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the, the spirit's guiding us and getting us to that point where we, where we're going to be in the next, in the upcoming years. So it's, um, it's pretty intense to think about, but you're right. It's not going to be all gravy. And it's, I wonder where, and I, and I try not to wonder because if you wonder too much, it gets a little scary to think about, but I just think, okay, well, the spirits are here and um, keeping us those that are want to be in a bubble and those that want to be in 5d protected and so and hopefully we, we can don't you think i mean the 5d when you're in 5d you have that layer of protection it's like you're vibrating oh, absolutely and the yeah. things that you know it's really obvious to see people that are still kind of clicked into the, the system or the matrix or clicked into that like safety this energy yeah. i see it every day with my clients that i, I kind of go and I actually have so much compassion for them because life could be so much differently if they just made three or four small changes. Right. That's right. And sometimes, you know, um, it's easier for us to see. It's easy for us to say it, but they ha- they've got to want it and to embody it. And sometimes those changes are like, wow, I have to give myself like five minutes a day. I have to just rest or be and meditate. Like mm-hmm. I don't have five minutes a day, but that would be like, I'm not, that's just one small subtle change that they could do to clear away some energy that's no longer serving them. Not watching the news, you know, oh, yeah. um, not watching the news, not being on bloody Facebook. Like that's <laughs> all a bloody distraction to stop mm-hmm. us from actually living aligned with what we need. That's right. That's right. That's, that's what they want. They want to distract us. They want us watching football games or watching movies or on, on social media. And they want us controlled. We have to all be Mm -hmm. controlled. We don't need to know the truth. We have to be straight away from the truth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's what they did in the past times too, with, with healers. And you don't need to know who these healers are. And, and they killed a lot of healers in the past. And, yeah. but you know, with the consciousness changing, I feel like, and I don't know how you, what your thoughts, but I feel like, again, all of those who are in 5d, I think we're going to be protected and that's not going to happen this time. Is that what you think oh. too? Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. This time, this time for civilization, um, there's enough of us that have done past, you know, through our past lives that will live and align differently, that will protect, be protected and help shift more people through consciously. That's right. 
Totally, totally, absolutely agree with that a hundred percent. That's what I that's what I, I agree with too. That's what I think. Yeah, I totally feel that a hundred percent. And I feel that um it's as much as it's going to be a journey of an awakening to different layers consciously that we have co-created here on earth. It also, and you know, many people um capacity won't be able to cope you know because uh, i feel like when a lot of people are 99.9% capped out already um it the shift when the shift comes because this is what i keep getting told when the shift comes it will be like just a wave just yeah. coming in and wrapping itself around the world yeah 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 that's what i'm thinking too and it's those that are ready will will be fine but those that aren't it's it's going to be very difficult yeah and that's fair yeah. i've always said in my group space um that you know your story talk like your story at some point you know consciously the consciousness of the collective is going to rise so much around you that you can't keep holding on to your story. Mm -hmm. That at some point you're going to have to let it go and in order to um, rise, you know, which is your stories, your beliefs, it's your values. It's um, the things that you, you know, it's the things that you, um, you know, trust, but might not be true. At some point you're going to have to let go of that and be awakened to rise with the rest of the collective or you're going to be suffocated That's and so right. when I say suffocated what do I mean you know mental health suicide um all of those things consciously are going uh you know are becoming unwell emotionally all of those things consciously um you know are starting right now yeah yeah that's right. And, or, um, energetic, some kind of physical, uh, manifestation will happen in your body Emotion. too. Yeah. And yeah, from, right. You know, cause your chakras will be affected. And so something is going to happen to your body and yeah, we have to, um, we have to recognize, you're right. We have to recognize all this and uh, be awake to everything. And so, yeah. It's like yeah. for me, I, I say to many of my clients and I used to be a counselor and I say to many, like I was, I was a trained counselor before I started a catering company, but you know, I wasn't living aligned back then either. Um, it's like I say, you know, people say are so scared of anxiety, so scared of anxiety. And yeah. I yeah. say to people, your anxiety is a superpower. Mm -hmm. it's letting you know when you start to get anxious it's letting you know that at some something around you isn't aligned something around you you need to look deeper into yeah but yep. what do we do we go shit I can't live with this let's let's go to the doctor and go get some tablets or go and see a counselor and learn how to manage our anxiety and I go yeah but you can manage your anxiety and learn how to manage it at a different level, but it's still going to be there until you look at what you need to look at. That's right. Yeah. Because I see our body, you know, we're made up emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual. I feel anxiety just as the, all that gut feeling is the first warning bell for us to start to recognize that something around us is no longer aligned or something around us we need to get deeper and become more curious about or feel into or um, work through. I don't see it as an opportunity to go shit something, shit, I might need to go get something because I'm like, that. Uh, we are a temple. We, right. You know, we are a temple. When we stand in nature, we feel so much better. It's because <sighs> our body is a temple. It, it gives us the precursors, the warning cells, the warning. You know, we get that gut feeling. We get that memo of, um, shit, maybe I should go to the doctor. Oh, no, I won't go to the doctor. I'll be right. Oh, she'll be right, mate. And then, you know, nine months later, oh, shit, I should have gone to the doctor or I yeah. should have gone yeah. and done that. Like, this is the thing. Our body, us as a human being, 
we can heal ourselves. We're completely equipped with everything. We just got to learn the cues. We've just got to start to tune into this more and tune into the, to ourselves more. And life doesn't actually need to be that bloody complicated. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I like that. They make it complicated. The system makes it complicated. They, they do. Right? It's a band-aid. Like you just go to the doctor, you get a pill for anxiety, but that's a band-aid. That's just covering yeah. up what the inner problem really is. And we don't need that where the inner problem is really something to do with one of the, the chakras or, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of energetic clearing that we need. And so, mm-hmm. but you're right. That's what the system does. That's what we're, we're taught to, to do that. And, um, from when we're little, you know, it's like, yeah, totally. And, you know, probably for me, Mark, for me, I remember uh, my first marriage. So I've been married before to, um, you know, and I needed to marry my first husband in order to clear a lot of um in order to get to know myself better in my gift and trust myself but in order to clear some past lives and some sacred contracts fascinating enough I remember I was um very depressed in this marriage very very depressed I was actually suicidal Mm. and um I remember going to the doctor and leaving the doctor and I had um, some tablets and I remember driving home <clears throat> and I was crying and I was deeply, deeply just calling for spirit, just having a conversation and talking to my Nana who's in spirit and just having a real like, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, what if, da, 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 I'm losing the plot. Um, and I turned around and my Nana was in the side, in the car, you know, in the passenger seat. And she, the, she just spoke to me. You don't need to take those tablets. You need to leave your marriage. Mm. Yeah. And I remember pulling over, bawling my eyes out, throwing the tablets out the window. And from that moment, like there was a number of light bulb moments in that month. But in that moment, I just went, yeah, yeah everything around me my body is actually giving me so many signs so many cues so many um feelings I need to learn to trust my intuition I'd forgotten how to trust my intuition I'd forgotten how to trust my knowing I'd forgotten how to trust myself and in that moment the minute that happened you know that was a real light bulb turning point for me did I leave my marriage that day absolutely not but I really, really, I started to connect more to myself, connect more to my intuition. I started to unlearn all of my preconditioning that, you know, obviously growing up because I was in my early 20s at that stage. And I started to reconnect to the wise woman that was inside of me, that I'd forgotten how to connect to her. I'd forgotten how to listen to her. I'd forgotten how to tune into spirit. The minute that that happened, my whole life changed like a friggin' dime just like clicked into gear and I started to tune back into me. And within a space of six months, I'd walked out of that marriage and I was a completely different person. Yeah. Because I no longer needed the Band-Aid. I wanted to sit in the wound, heal the wound, feel into the wound and actually realize what the hell was I co-creating in my life. That's right. And if you wouldn't have done that, who knows, something physical might've happened to your body because Mm. you would have not healed that energetic issue that you were having with your marriage. Mm. So, well, actually I ended up getting pre-cancer. I ended up getting in my wound space. Did you? So that was also my light bulb moment. I was just like, what the hell are you doing? Like you actually need to like wake up. That's right. And And you know, the reality is for me, when I keep ignoring the stuff that I when I keep ignoring the things that I don't want to own, it manifests in my body. In my twenties in that marriage, it was pre-cancer in my cervix. Um, in my early 30, late thirties, when I wasn't really owning my gift, I woke up one day with a cataract on my eye. That's right. And was completely blind. And it was because I wasn't owning, yeah, owning and seeing 
my um my gift and then I remember manifesting the surgery and I remember going that's it I'm no longer I'm no longer doing this bullshit anymore like I'm no longer I'm harming myself by not living a line to me that's right that's mm. right. When you don't, you have to, the, that's exactly it. Cause my, my vision I've noticed has improved ever since I've seen my gift. I've, mm-hmm. I've noticed, you know, my vision is actually in, improved in um, my late thirties and, you know, I'm almost 40, <laughs> but you know, so it's like, wow. And this is what I should have been doing all along, you know? So it's, it's, it's an awakening and it, our soul is our soul needs it because it's what we did in our past lives. It's what we know. And so we have to, we had to accept that. So I like how you said that. <laughs> and you know, I feel like, is it easy? Shit. No, you know, there's probably for you too. There's some real dark night of the soul nights where, you know, you've got to be on the floor yeah. and crying your eyes out. And I know for me, Every time I've got to the space that I am on the floor crying, broken, feeling like, what the hell? That has also been when I've had the most awakening, breathtaking, changing life moment where I have, and I've just surrendered and been embodied and, and, you know, cradled, cradled. And it has just been amazing. Yeah. No, Has it been I, easy though? Shit, no. No. It feels like I've been pulled, you know, pulled with my hair backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're right. Those are the best moments, um, the learning moments um, mm. that spirit talks to you. I agree. So, mm. what, tell me, we're kind of running, um, like time is kind of coming to an edge. You know how time is and <laughs> yeah. ordinary reality. Um, yeah. uh, so, just, Tell if you just wanted to say a little bit about what you do and and your and where people can find you, um, mm-hmm. that would be fantastic. So what do I do? You know, I get asked this all the time. What do you do? Um, I'm not the best sales pitch. I just show up for the client and see where it takes me. Sometimes, you know, for some people, they really want me to channel a loved one that's just passed and they get so much healing in that moment of that deeper connection. Sometimes it's helping people break down um, wounds and, you know, sacred contracts and and energetic barriers. Um, I do a real variety of different work. And I think most of my clients would say to you, Every time you go to Lily, it's a different experience because every time, because as we evolve, you know, when we come for the first time, it's probably curiosity. The second time, you know, it's healing. The third time it might be they're lining up with a list of questions and they want to, and they need like some guidance in. I do. Yeah. So I do, I just work with my guides for what it is that people need at their particular time. Most of my clients book for one sessions. I do workshops. I have a divine awakening um, collective where the woman, where it's a monthly fee and they get circle work, meditations, energy forecasts in that space. And it is such a divinely supported space for women to speak their truth and feel supported by others. And it has been so amazing to witness the journey that these women have really, really embodied and expanded into. And there's women there in all different parts of their awakening journey. So you can find me at www.priestesslily.com. I have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, um, or I'm on Spotify for my podcasts. But there's lots of podcast series um, on my webpage. Fantastic. I will make sure to put that in the link so people know where to find you. And this has been a great talk and I'm so uh, grateful for this time. Thank you, Jessica. You know, I feel that like your work is just as your work is so needed in the world right now. And 
you know, there's so much pain and trauma that has been inflicted on us by the system, by people that right now, you know, we just need to have compassion and seek out the people that can see us for the first time, like really, really see us. And I feel like that's the work that you deliver to the world, Jessica. Yeah. Well, you too. That's, that's, yeah, we're called by spirit to do this. Mm. This is, we're the human vibration um, mm. to, to do this to spirit. Mm. Actually, that's, that's what I feel. And it's, it's, it's a blessing. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, gorgeous girl. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Holistic Keto Goddess podcast with Jessica Ankaya. Follow the Holistic Keto Goddess on social media like Pinterest, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have any questions about today's show or how you can live a healthier life, visit HolisticKetoGoddess.com and go more in-depth with blogs and healthy living resources. Like, share, subscribe, and listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Keto Goddess Podcast with Jessica Ankaya.